0: It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for his return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others, in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. We all do things without thinking, but what if we didn't? Today, Pastor G.D. reminds us that God allows nothing unless it's part of his plan. So, on the other side of that, everything that happens has gone through God's filter, Don't be discouraged with the state of our world. It's a sad state, but God is in total control. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor JD with today's Prophecy Update as shared on December 5th, 2021.
1: For the update, I'm going to borrow... From another well-known idiom, pulling the strings, which carries with it the idea of someone behind the scenes controlling someone and or something. As I've reflected on the last couple of years, it seems that this is what is happening behind the scenes, this pulling the strings. It's exactly what is taking place in the world today. To me, it's really the only thing that comes anywhere close to explaining why it is that the entire world is doing the same exact thing At the same exact time. I mean I'm open for other possibilities and explanations, but this is the only thing that I can come up with that comes anywhere close to explaining how it is that for the first time in history, world history, someone or even something is pulling the strings and controlling with precision accuracy events globally. You'll forgive my use of the phrase lockstep, we've talked about this phrase, but for lack of a better one this seems to be so apropos concerning everything that is happening worldwide. I think we would all do well to ask ourselves the question of how is it possible that all the nations on earth are in lockstep together concerning what I'll refer to at least for now as this global crisis how is it that every nation on earth is together on this. Wouldn't it stand to reason that there would have to be a controlling factor in order to accomplish with astonishing success, I might add, that which we've seen since this whole thing began well nigh two years ago? I suppose another question becomes one of, who's really pulling the strings behind the scenes? Who's really controlling the events of this global crisis? Now when I say precision accuracy, that's not hyperbole. Literally, it's like everything is perfectly scripted with precision accuracy down to the gnats eyebrow and yes gnats have eyebrows so you know haven't used that one in a while if you're new here that was for you if you're anything like me and I suspect that you are the first thing that comes to mind is well it's big government big tech big pharma and big banks. Okay, well, they may think they're the ones pulling the strings, but the truth of the matter is God is the one allowing it behind the scenes. Scripture is replete with passage after passage concerning this one truth that in the end, God is the one in control. God is the one ultimately pulling the strings, if you prefer. This is Proverbs 21 verse 1. The king's heart is in the hand of the Lord. And I love this imagery. Like the rivers of water, he turns it wherever He wishes. Never think for a second that anyone can do anything at any time unless God allows it. And never think for a second that God allows anything unless in the end it serves His purpose. I wanted to start out this way because it seems with each passing day these aforementioned strings of man get pulled, like clockwork as we say. Then when this happens it ends up, as Merriam-Webster defines it, controlling someone or something often in a secret way. I think that's an apt description and definition of exactly what we're seeing today. But God, let me say it again, same thing in a different way. But God is the one in control, and as such He's the one controlling everything and everyone for His purpose, His glory, and His kingdom forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Period. Could you imagine if what I just said was not true? Just hear me out. What would that look like if what I just said is not true? Here's what that would look like. Wait what happened? It comes as a surprise to God. So (laughs) in heaven, Gabriel, Michael, God, there's a new scariant, I mean variant. (laughs) There is? Yeah. When did this happen? Monday. Why didn't you tell me? Wait a minute. You're God. You're omniscient. You know everything. You know the end from the beginning. Nothing surprises you. How horrifying would that be if God were caught off guard by what man does? I'm sorry, I know that was kind of a... But I think you get the point, right? I sure hope so, because I need to move on. (laughs) Proverbs 19, verse 21. Many are the plans in a person's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. Proverbs 69, a man's heart plans his way. Make your plans. But the Lord directs his steps. The Lord determines the outcome. The Lord is in control of every step you take. What if I told you That no matter what strings get pulled, God is ultimately pulling those pulled strings for our good and His glory. What if I also told you that everything that's happening in the world today is going perfectly according to God's prophetic clock. How do we know? Well, we know this because God, in His Word, tells us what's going to happen before it happens, so when it happens we would believe. No other religious writing has anything prophetic that dare make the claim with 100% accuracy and predict future events. Only God. Why? Because only God is God. I probably could have said that a little bit better, but I think, again, you get the point. At least I hope so. This is how you're going to know that I'm God. How am I going to know that you're God? Because I'm going to do what no one else can do. Yeah, but this God over here claims this. Well, okay, we saw this, by the way, in Isaiah, for those of you that joined with us for our Thursday night Bible study through that amazing book of Isaiah. I mean, God is taunting these false gods. Go ahead, come over here. Go ahead and prophesy and tell me what's going to happen in the future. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm waiting. Oh, that's right, you can't, because you can't even talk, (laughs) because you're not a God, because you're a man made out of wood God. And in fact, you can't do anything. In fact, those who worship you have to do everything for you, like when you fall over, they got to pick you up. You know you're in trouble when you got (laughs) to pick your God back up. But God, in His sanctified sovereignty, taunts these false gods, daring them to prophesy the future. And then God says, only I can prophesy the future. In fact, i got one for you. There's going to be a guy. uh, His parents haven't even been born yet, by the way. Uh, But when they are born and they give birth to a son, they're going to name him Cyrus. (laughs) About 200 years. That's his name, Cyrus. And then I'm going to use this man to deliver my people out of captivity in Babylon. How about that one? You got one? Oh yeah, that's what I forgot. You can't. Only God can tell us what's going to happen before it happens, so when it happens, we know that He is God. Listen to John 13, 19. Jesus is speaking. He says, I am telling you now, before it happens, so that when it does happen, you will believe, and I want you to listen very carefully to the wording, that I am who I am. Remember when Moses, the backside of the desert, after 40 years, was called by the Lord through the burning bush? I went back and read it again. as I love the narrative because it's just another reminder of the sense of humor that God has, because we're told that Moses, now keep in mind he's been on the, not the front side of the desert, the back side of the desert. Not even just the desert, the back side of the desert for four years. And then all of a sudden one day he's going about his day as he would any other day, and he notices this bush is on fire. He's like, wow. Hmm." And then it doesn't consume it. It just keeps burning. He's like, well, this is new. I've not seen this before. And, And the narrative, I love it. It says, and so Moses decided to walk over to the bush. Good idea. And then from that burning bush, he hears God call him And say to him, "Uh, by the way, Moses, take off your sandals because where you're standing is on holy ground. And I'm going to use you and I'm going to call you. And when this whole dialogue is done, Moses acquiesces and says, Okay, but when I go, who do I say sent me? And you know what God's answer was? Tell them that I am. I am what? No, no. I am the I am. That's who I am. That's what you tell them. He is the great I am. And Jesus is saying here, I am the I am. And the proof that you have that I am who I am, is that I'm going to tell you prophetically what's going to happen before it happens, so that when it happens, yet future, you'll know that I am. He repeats it in John fourteen twenty nine. He says, I have told you now before it happens. Everybody can tell you about it after it happens, right? Before it happens. So that when it does happen, you will believe. My favorite is Luke 21, 28. I refer to it often. Jesus speaking says, now, when these things, key word, begin to happen, look up and lift up your heads. Why? Because your redemption draws near. Stay with me. You can see it and say it like this. God tells us what's going to happen before it happens, so when it begins to happen, non-believers will believe and believers will look up. How about that? That's what Jesus is saying. I I told you (laughs) throughout Scripture, in advance, that all of this was going to happen. And let me see if I can bring it. I'm going to tell you about a day that is coming, before it comes, that there will be this global system in place that will be able to trace and track everyone on earth, To the degree in which they will be limited in their ability to buy and sell unless they have this mark. I'm going to tell you about that way before it happens. So (laughs) here we are in the year 2021. Can you believe it's already December? We're hugging 2022. I'm like, Lord, it'd be great if we didn't have to. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, enough of my issues. I have issues. But unbelievable, yeah? Who knew? Let's be honest. I mean, just three years ago, we can even say two years ago. December 2019. Two years ago, right? 2019 December. Somebody comes to you and says, <laughs> check this out. You're like, you know what? Um, I don't know what you've been drinking, or smoking, or doing, but you're out of your mind. Okay. Here's where I'm going with all this. If there was ever a time to be encouraged, and to encourage one another, that time is now. And here's why. Everything that's happening And everything that's beginning to happen is the beginning of the end. As Jesus said, and our redemption in the rapture draws nigh, so nigh, I truly believe with all my heart, that it's nearer than anyone can possibly imagine. So, no matter what strings get pulled, we can go to the Word of God and the God of the Word to be encouraged and to encourage one another. May I invite you to join me in First Thessalonians, the fourth chapter, a very well-known passage concerning with specificity the rapture of the church. I want to begin reading in verse 15. The Apostle Paul is writing to this church in Thessalonica that thought they missed the rapture, and they were very discouraged, and they needed to be encouraged. And what's interesting is this, by the way, was his first ever epistle. The first letter he ever wrote was to the church in Thessalonica. And In his first letter to this, and by the way, this was a church that he started and only spent maybe, some believe, about three months with. Why is that important to understand in the context of what we're about to read? Because while he was there with him, he taught them Bible prophecy. More specifically, he taught them about the rapture. Oh, you can't do that. These are new believers. That's like drinking water out of a fire hose. <laughs> Welcome to my world. But I, these are new And he's talking to them about the rapture. And then after he leaves, apparently there's all these false teachers that are confusing them. And nah, we're already in the tribulation. There is no rapture. You missed the rapture. All those loved ones that died, too bad, so sad. Paul's like, no. So he writes them this letter to encourage them. And he says, verse 15, by the Holy Spirit, according to the Lord's word, we tell you that we who are still alive, stop right there. We? Paul? 2,000 years ago? He thought it was going to be in his lifetime, We, who are still alive, we would be me. If I say we, isn't that me? It's been a long week, just give me a break. We who are still alive, who are left until the coming of the Lord, will certainly not precede those who have fallen asleep, speaking of death. For the Lord Himself, verse 16, will come down from heaven, this is not the second coming, with a loud command, with the voice of the archangel, and I want you to listen very carefully to this, and with the trumpet call of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. The trumpet of God, there are two trumpets in scripture. There's the trumpet of angels, and this is where Christians get really messed up. And they mess up a lot of Christians, sadly, because they, they mix up the trumpets. Don't do that. The trumpet of angels is for Israel, and the trumpet of God is for the church. And the first trumpet is for Israel, and the last trumpet is for the church. Please make that distinction. So the dead in Christ are going to rise first. My daughter, my mother, I hope my father, they're going to get their new bodies first in the twinkling of an eye. They're going to be raised from the dead, given their new bodies first when that trumpet sounds and the rapture happens.
0: Jesus is returning. This fact is one we can get excited about despite any circumstances we find ourselves in. Jesus will return one day to rid this earth of every evil thing that's destroying it. He'll once and for all take down the enemy and establish his kingdom in our midst. How soon will this amazing event occur? The Bible tells us that no one knows the exact date, but it does give us clues about events that will take place as it nears. This is why Pastor J.D. has created these MidEast Bible Prophecy Updates. The MidEast Bible Prophecy Update is a focused look at current events through the lens of prophecy. The Bible has given us clear indicators of what's to come, and we can see many of these events happening all around the world today. Join us each week for an in-depth look at what the Bible has to say about current events on these MidEast Bible Prophecy Updates. The latest updates are available on the In Spirit and Truth YouTube channel, and you'll find a link to our page by visiting InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com. You can also access these teachings through our mobile app for Apple and Android devices. Just search for in Spirit and Truth" in your app store or follow the links provided at InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com. With this app, you can take the East Bible prophecy updates with you wherever you go, as well as give you access to many other teachings Pastor J.D. has shared from the pages of Scripture. Thanks for tuning in today. We hope you'll join us again right here on In Spirit and Truth.